0: Hey friend, do you know a wise person? What would you ask them? Well, today I have seven questions to ask a wise person. Let's go. Welcome to the Simple Sincha podcast. I'm your friend Singchia, and I write at simplycintia.com. I've been there since 2003. My goal is to spread hope online one word at a time. Talking about my blog, which is my home online, One of the most popular blog posts that I have is called seven questions to ask a wise person. So I thought you and I should talk about that tonight. I love getting to know people, particularly those who are wise, as we interact with people, probably digitally, if you're listening to this during the COVID-19 crisis, um, you find out that some people are filled with knowledge. So I feel that once you run into somebody who is wise, it's very good to tap into their wisdom and experience. So if they give you their time, you know, which I feel like is one of the best gifts you can give people because you cannot take time back, you should be ready to ask them some good questions. So I'm going to offer you some questions that I've asked wise people in my life over the past couple of years. So the first question is, What did you learn from your failures? There's a lot of celebration in success. People love success stories. People love the before and after stories, more the after than before. But there are also a lot of good lessons that are learned from failures. So if I'm talking to somebody wise, I want to know what they learned from their failures. I want detailed information, and I want practical information on how I too can enjoy those hard-earned lessons i also believe that when you learn things they are not for you as an individual alone but they can also help others so that's the first question that i would ask the second question is what did your devotional life look like when you had small kids i used to ask that a lot as a young mom my kids have grown quite a bit since I wrote this, but that's something I was interested in knowing because I was just like, how do people kind of go back and do devotionals when they have small kids, you know? Um, I'm reminded of Susanna Wesley, which is John Wesley's mother. John Wesley is the founder of the United Methodist Church and his brother Charles is also was, you know, a big deal. Uh, but anyway, Susanna had 19 kids and she found time to meet with God so apparently if she can do it like I can totally do it with three but when I'm talking to a woman whose kids are grown my age or older I always enjoyed asking what did your devotional life look like when you had small kids I also um, now that I'm back to the workplace like back back what did your professional life look like when you had small kids I'm always interested to see how people balance life and work What are some tricks? What are some lessons they learned? What are some things they would not do again if they had another chance? You know, so what did you learn from your devotional life or your professional life when you had small kids? Question number three, how does God speak to you and how do you speak to him? Now, this is a question I ask to a lot of people that will actually give me their time and talk to me because i'm fascinated with the answers that come out of these questions everybody's different you know so i can listen for hours about the language of heaven you know as people hear them and how they speak to god like how does god speak to you is fascinating if you have never asked that to people you totally should how does god speak to you and how do you speak to him so um Also be ready because some people might be, if you're not like friend friends and you don't talk to about this very often, they might be a little freaked out, but just put them at ease. Just say like, I just want to know, you know, I'm not trying to judge you. I'm just trying to learn a little bit more about you. That's, that is a good way to learn about people, you know, by asking them these questions. Question number four, how do you work through frustration in your life? I have not asked this in a long time but i should i should open every conversation that i've been having with people just asking how do you work through frustration so i appreciate the transparency of wise women who lend me their ears and give me godly advice on how to work through frustration frustration is something that you don't ignore it is something that does not go away you have to deal with it now i always appreciate wisdom in how to deal with frustration in a productive way. And I feel like if you're speaking with somebody wise, they should have the answer to that, you know, from their own lives and from the years that they have lived and learned. Question number five, how can I help you? I really want to be helpful. I want to be encouraging to people. So um, you never want to be one of those people who are always like, take, 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 take from the wise person and you don't have anything to give. And I know depending on who you're talking about, you feel like the person has everything or has all this wisdom and experience and you don't have anything to give, but trust me, you do. So just asking, how can I help you? I feel like it's a good question and it shows that you have a giving heart and a heart that's willing to help however um, the person might need. And that also varies because, I mean, if that is somebody that you know for a long time, they might be more apt to tell you, or they might just say, you can pray for me, which is like an amazing help, you know, for anybody. Question number six, what is your dream as a person? I have been asking this question since 1998. And without fail, people love this question. Number one, they don't expect it. Number two, you have to kind of think back and just go deep inside of you and, you know, just to get the answer to that, what is your dream as a person? And I'm amazed at the sparkle in the eye of the person who answers, what is your dream as a person? This question works for celebrities, for others, for children. Everybody has a dream. We've heard uh, the answers whispered as if it was a secret. We've heard the uh, you know people laugh out loud and give the answer to this question. But I love this question because I really do want to know what is your dream as a person? Question number seven: What are you the happiest about at the moment? Now, this is a essential question, right? Let me repeat it for you. What are you the happiest about at the moment? I am a joyful person. If you subscribe to my newsletter, and I hope you do, it is called Happy Notes from Cynthia. So I'm a joy person, and it is not like I'm ignoring evil and sadness, but sharing joy with others gives me hope, and it really refreshes me, and you should try as well. So I enjoy hearing about someone, somebody, somebody else's joy and rejoicing with them. You know, the Bible tells us we should rejoice with those who rejoice, which is in Romans 12, 15. So what are you the happiest about at the moment? Another variation of this question, which I've been posting on Facebook for a little while now, it is, what is something unexpectedly good that happened to you this week? And you should see the amount of responses I get. It is amazing. So not only people are telling me the good that is happening in their lives, especially now that the world is such a scary place, but they're reading each other's answers. And they always say, thank you so much for asking that because I need this positivity. So asking what are you happiest about at the moment does not mask fear, sadness, insecurity, but it simply highlights the fact that there is joy to be had that is good out there, and joy might not be there right now, but it will come in the morning. It is going to happen. So don't forget about joy. Don't forget about good. You know, you might not be feeling it right now, but it will certainly come back. So if you can bring that to the forefront of a conversation with somebody wise or just with anybody else, you totally should do that. Um, okay, so these are seven questions that I would ask a wise person depending on like if i'm having a conversation about church or ministry or professionalism if i'm having a conversation about running like those questions would ask but these questions right here that i just told you i have been asking them for years and they apply to a lot of situations so next time you you speak with somebody who's wise or just a person that you care about and i am a believer that we should care about everybody try to ask them one of these questions i'll repeat them to you uh, real quick just to refresh your mind what did you learn from your failures what did your devotional life look like when you had small kids or what did your professional life professional life lo- lo- can't speak what did your professional life look like when you had small kids how does god speak to you and how do you speak to him How do you work through frustration in life? How can I help you? What is your dream as a person? What are you the happiest about at the moment? Asking those questions will certainly spark a lot of good takeaways. You're going to learn a lot. And I feel like you also give of yourself, your heart, your ears to somebody who's wise. Okay. My friend, this is all I have for tonight. I want to encourage you to join my newsletter. I just sent one out tonight, but you can catch the next one. (laughs) I send those out once a week. They have exclusive content that I don't put out anywhere else. It is a free newsletter. I do not spam you. I don't try to sell you anything. I actually try to give you hope. I actually try to ask you questions that will help you make progress in your life. It is a happy note. It is a note from me, and I would love if you could join um, my subscribers. It is very simple. All you have to do is go to SimpliSincture.com, and if you look in the right column, there is a place where you can give me your precious email, and that's it. You're subscribed. You're in. Thank you so much for listening to the SimpliSincture podcast, and I'll see you next time. Bye.